Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 28th of September. And for the day, the index closed down 34.2 points or 0.53 of a percent to 6,464. We did have an opening today of 6510.6, had a high of 6516.5 and a low of 6433.1. And it did look as if we were going to buck the negative leading that we saw from Wall Street and the SPY futures today. At one stage, the market was positive, but that didn't last very long. And the Aussie dollar once again under pressure with the rampant US dollar taking its toll in Asian markets. And we'll get onto those in a minute, but that certainly didn't help our market. 10-year yields also pushing up 4.09% for 10-year yields. So uh, a big rise again in that uh, market. So our market at one stage this afternoon was down around 54, 55 points, looking very soggy, but it did rally a little bit into the close. Don't forget, it is end of September quarter, so there might be some index rebalancing and some shenanigans going on in the next few days. Plenty of CPI and data point numbers coming out as well on the economic front just to keep us on our toes. But today we did see the banks weaker, something that I looked at this morning in Henry's take in terms of how little In fact, the banks had fallen during the month of September, despite the fact the market uh, was pretty trashed. Uh, But the big bank basket falling back to 165.51, down 0.8 of a percent today. NABs down 0.9 of a percent. CBA down 1 percent. Westpac down 0.6 and ANZ down 0.4. Macquarie continuing to stumble lower, down 2.5 percent. And QBE down 2.2 percent today. Maybe there's some concerns about Hurricane Ian as it heads towards the West Floridan coast, but certainly uh, not good for insurance companies, uh, depending on the scale of the damage, of course, and QBE's exposure and others' exposure. ASX was up 1.6% today. This was despite an RBA report into the institution, the stock trading platform, which was quite scathing, especially on the delays to the chess platform changes. Healthcare eased slightly today. We had CSL down 0.8%. Ramsey continuing to fall down 08 The rest of them pretty much unchanged. ResMed up 0.6% as well. And uh, industrials, consumer stocks easier. Uh, West Farmers down 2% today. REITs also eased back. GMG, Goodman Group down 1.6%. Centre Group down 08 Woolies down 04 Coles down 04 Treasury Wine down 1%. One winner today was Telstra, 2.7%. The market seems to have just woken up to the fact that the Optus woes with the data breaches for 10 million people would appear to be good for Telstra. You remember back in the grim old days when Vodafone shot itself in its foot uh, with some of the problems that they had and the mass exodus to Telstra. Maybe we'll get the same thing with the Optus customers fleeing and making sure that Optus are punished in more ways than one with their business going to the likes of Telstra. So that's something to bear in mind. Up 2.7% today. Surprised it's taken so long for that to feed through into the Telstra share price. In tech stocks today, easier across the board. The tech index was down 1%. WiseTech down 2%. Zero down 3.2%. And computer share down 0.6% of a percent. Looking across at resources, well, BHP was a pillar of strength 
in comparison to the rest of the market, up 0.13 of a percent, 5 cents. Rest of the iron ores, though, not doing so well. Rio down 0.4, Fortescue down 2.1%, really struggling there. And we did see lithium stocks under a little bit of pressure, having rebounded in the last day or so. Pilbara uh, down 2.8%, Mineral Resources down 3.7%. Base Metals 2 under pressure, South 32 down 1.1%, and Linus down 3.2% today with IGO down 2.5%. A little bit of interest stirring in some of the gold stocks, and the Aussie gold price was actually uh, rampant, if you like, 25.42, but that was only because the Aussie dollar was falling out of bed, 63.87. Not a good time to be going to the US, but then when is? Um, as far as um, energy stocks go as well, a bit of a mixed bag session. Santos down 1.3. A few broker downgrades coming through in Santos on the back of that deal with Kumal, the PNG National Oil Company, and Woodside up 0.3 of a percent. But coal stocks doing very well. Whitehaven up nearly 4% today, and we did see some upgrades from Macquarie to their thermal and coking coal and other coal pricing. New Hope up nearly 3% as well there. So some good news there. In corporate news today, uh, we saw Bubs sign a JV deal with a Chinese dairy company. They're up 5% to $0.52, cents, B-U-B, the code there. And Telex, which has been a bit of a market darling, although it is quite volatile, has had uh, or has withdrawn its um, illicit um, application in Europe. So that was down 83 cents TLX stock code there, down a 15.4%. In economic news today, we had retail sales numbers remaining strong. So we saw a good number there. Sales rose 0.6% month on month in August and 19.2% compared to this time last year. That is the eighth consecutive month of rising retail sales. And yet we are still talking about a recession in Australia. Certainly it doesn't seem to be the way of the world at the moment. In Asian markets, as I said earlier, nasty news. Japan down 2.5%, Hong Kong down around 2.5%, and China down around 1.1% currently as we speak. <coughs> Excuse me, that rising US dollar really taking its toll on those Asian market. Looking across at the winners today in the large cap space anyway, winners are grinners with 5 e E Advanced, 5EA, the stock code there, up 8.3%. Pete Limited, PPC, was up 6.5% today. They issued their daily share buyback notice. Uh, They were doing well, up 6.5%. Coronado, coal stocks, doing well. Up CRN, up 5.9%. Remelius Resources, bit of a bounce there. RMS, up 5.7%. Well, if the shoe fits, wear it. Accent Group. AX1 up 4.1%. Whitehaven doing well, up 3.9%. Intertech Pivot having a bit of an explosive day today, uh, falling on fertilized ground, up 3.6%. And 360 Inc. Life 360 up 3.5%. In the losers corner, in the naughty corner on the naughty step today, were Telex Pharmaceutical, TLX, down 15.4% on those European withdrawals. AGY, Argosy Minerals, a little bit of profit taking there, down 8.5%. Core Lithium, uh, reacting to those numbers we saw yesterday, down 7.6%. CXO, the stock code there, 
Also a block trade going through the market in core lithium at around a dollar and five. Some rumors that Gang Feng is the seller of that block. Strandline Resources, STA down 7.1%. Calix coming under pressure. CXL down 6.3%. ARU, Arafura Resources, the Nolan's Rare Earths Project, down 6.2%. And Neo Metals, NMT, Battery Technology and Recycling, 5.7% down there. And Imugene, IMU, down 5.3%. A little bit of negativity in the biotech sector following that announcement from Telex today. Positive sectors today, um, well, energy, a little bit of positivity in the oil and gas, only a smidge amount, but we did see a bit more positivity in the coal sector. Negative sectors, the banks, healthcare and industrials, the big bank basket closing at 165, 51.8% down. Alltech index down 1%, Bitcoin, all those gains of the few last few days fading 18,778 US dollars, a fun token now. The Aussie dollar, 63.87. No holidays in Hawaii. 10-year yield pushing up to 4.09. We have Japan, Hong Kong and China all off around 1.1 to 2.5%. Currently, we've got Dow futures down around 47. NASDAQ futures down around 87. And European futures showing a loss to begin the day of around 0.7 of a percent. And Moody's has said unfunded UK tax cuts are a negative from a credit perspective. Major movers and shakers today, we had Coronado doing well, 5.9% higher. Whitehaven, 3.9% higher, that upgrade from Macquarie on coal prices. We also saw a little bit of interest in Silver Lake. Uh, SLR, the stock code there, they were up 3.4% today with a substantial shareholder notice being lodged from Dimension Equities, which now has a substantial holding there. We also saw INR, INR, an old favourite of mine, uh, with Bernard Rowe in charge there, was up uh, 1.7%. We had CGS, which is Cogstate CGS, up 36.1% today. They had an ASX price query, which they answered. Uh, They saw no reason why the share price had been moving. So there you go. The Schultz defence wins again. But uh, the stock has been under pressure. Back to where it was sort of mid-August for that one. Uh, A11 also doing well today. This is second day for them. Atlantic Lithium. Uh, They rallied another 10.7% today. Uh, Not bad volume, 1.4% million shares traded. Uh, That's Alliance Lithium A11. Red Dirt RDT, which is Red Dirt Metals, had a good day today, up 11.7%. They had an announcement today. Mount Isa assays and completion of the Yininthara acquisition. So good news for them. And STX, also doing well today. They had a 6.98% rise after independent certification of South Irregular and Kingler Discovery. Carnaby, not the street, but the company. CNB, the stock code there. They announced Mount Hope delivers 30 metres at 3% copper. Some good results there. AGY, profit taking coming there, 8.5% down. Calix coming off the boil, 6.3%. And Core Lithium, we've spoken about. BRN, brain chip, down 5.1%. EM Vision, which is the uh, stroke and brain injury 
biotech company. That was down 9.9% today. And speculative stock of the day, always uh, ones to watch out for, for follow through moves and interest occurring. We had Ox or X. Uh, QX Resources. I don't know how you uh, pronounce that. QX Resources is probably the best way. QXR, the stock code there, they were up 60.6%. Good volume, 183 million shares traded today. They opened at 3.7 cents. They had a high of 5.7 cents, a low of 3.5 cents, and closing at 5.3 cents. They announced today that Steve Promnitz has been appointed the managing director. That seems to be the reason why they are in demand today, a punter special. In the news today, Bubs Australia has entered into agreement with a Chinese dairy group, which I won't even dare to pronounce, for the manufacture and distribution of its China-labelled goat infant formula and ultra-premium Bubs range in China. Not a bad deal, I don't suspect. Bega Cheese, uh, Gunter Bernhardt, has been appointed as CFO. ASX provided an update as AGM guidance provided with FY22 results is on track. Expense growth of 10 to 12% plus, driven by investment and inflation and capital expenditures. Vulcan Energy has reported a full year NPAT of uh, 18.9 million euro loss. Consensus was for a loss of around 11.3 million, but it's not really about the euro loss, it's more about the outlook and the project as it ramps up. Nickel Industries has finalised the acquisition of its additional 40% interest in Oracle. And Telex Pharmaceutical has withdrawn marketing authorization application for Ilusic. Ilusic in Europe. In economic news today, retail sales rose by 0.6 month on month in August. Markets are now pricing in a 76% chance of another 50 basis point rate rise at the next RBA meeting, which is in not that long. Uh, Governor Lowe is also not best pleased, it seems, with the ASX. Published a 73-page report, a scathing report, into the delays to the chess replacement program. In Asian trade today, the Chinese yuan is at its weakest since 2008, 2008. And half of the Hong Kong COVID exemptions appear to be fake. And that sell-off in Asia continues as the US dollar pushes ever higher CALB, which is a Chinese battery supplier for EV makers, is telling prospective investors in its IPO that it plans to list its Hong Kong offering at the bottom of its marketed range. Over in Europe, we have investigations are being launched into the bubbles underneath the Baltic Sea, coming from Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. Sabotage is the name of the game. It cannot be ruled out, according to the Danish PM. And the U.S. Uh, Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, has said there are initial reports indicating this may be the result of an attack of some kind of sabotage. But these are initial reports, and we haven't confirmed that yet. Russia has declared victory in the Ukraine elections. After all, there is no point in having elections if you don't know the result, A. Eh, Vladimir. And the IMF has urged Liz Truss to backflip on the tax cuts announced in a scathing attack on her new policy. The new economic measures laid out by the UK government will likely increase inequality, according to the IMF. Isn't that the whole point of it? And the Moody's has said unfunded tax cuts in the UK are a negative credit risk for the UK. And the IMF went on to say, does not recommend large and untargeted fiscal packages 
at this juncture. What party poopers they are indeed. But the pound has resumed its slide this morning. Well, that's about it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Hope you have a great evening. And we start it all again tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.